Welcome, Freedom Junkies, back to another episode of Freedom Junkie Radio, the podcast that sheds light on freedom in your life in any way we can. And today, we're going to help with the freedom of from parasites. And this is going to get gross, but it shouldn't be gross because it's it's a part of our our world that's been so taboo and we don't talk about it and we should in western societies where we're human and uh just like farm animals and just like people i understand that in india and malaysia it's matter of course to deworm your children and um so i follow a channel on telegram and i've been on there for a long time it's called the natural health knowledge natural health knowledge channel. And it is run by an anonymous character that I have uh, come to um, really admire and respect. And he goes by MK. And I have a, um, I wrote a little description about about his channel a little bit ago. So I'm going to use that as an introduction. MK created and inadvertently compiled the possibly most up-to-date, searchable, and thorough reference library for natural remedies and healing known to mankind. With now over 20,000 humans from every walk of life contributing to the best of their ability, it's a feat that has taken on a life of its own. This will be my first time to conduct an interview with an anonymous, and anon, like I have no idea who he is, and it just, I just it's just warming my heart to think that. I, but I love this guy and um, my description of him from what I can gather over this uh, nearly a year, I feel like I've been following him, is that he's really low-key. His feathers are not ruffleable. He is spiritual, openly flawed, open-minded, compassionate, wise, comically falls right of center, and generous. So the main topic we're going to be covering is his month-long juice fast, which turned into a parasite cleanse. And uh, then we'll talk about his channel and anything else that comes up. MK, welcome to Freedom Junkie Radio. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So with no further ado, I've been listening. I've been, I read your sub stack. So if, um, if after this interview, if anyone who's listening is interested in knowing more, which I'm imagining the majority of you will be, um, MK has a Substack. I'll link to all of it in the show notes on the podcast where you can find his information. He's done a, a lengthy article on his parasite cleanse and his juice fast, and he links to everything that brought him there, the video that he that he watched that inspired him to do this. And um, I just love how open you are about how you were overweight and unhealthy and not unhealthy, but just you said you couldn't do a, uh, a pull up and you decided to lose some weight. And then you heard about juice cleanses and you started your juice cleanse. And then the weirdest thing that happened was you started passing worms. Just start there for us, MK. Okay. Um, yeah, I was fat and full of worms, but I didn't think I was. I thought I was okay. Um, my wife would tell me I was fat all the time, but it just didn't get through. I was like, eh, I'm okay, you know, like I can lose it whenever I want. Um, I had always planned on losing the weight. It wasn't like a plan to keep it, but... Yeah, six four two eighty two is 
getting pretty close to the tipping line. And there's just something scary about that 300 pound mark where when I saw that, I was like, whoa, we got to do something. And so that's kind of how it started. And um, I also didn't think I had any parasites because I had been so meticulous and I'd done so many things over the years, herbally, I have the zapper, I do all this stuff. So I thought I'm going to teach everyone how they have parasites and they're going to get their minds blown. And that's kind of how the channel actually started. Those two things that started the channel. I wanted to let everyone know about the parasites. And then I wanted to let everyone know about vaccines. That was pretty much it. So that's cool. I I can't wait to get there. I want to start with the cleanse and and the parasites and stuff. And then I do want to talk about the phenomenon of your channel. I've watched it grow from, I don't, I wasn't there at the very beginning, but somehow I came across it and watched it become this just amazing, like I say, phenomenon. But so I didn't know that you started the channel because you were already interested in parasites. So this whole experience for you with the juicing and thinking that you'd been doing parasite cleanses throughout the years, you thought, you were good that you didn't have parasites. Of course, that's what I think about myself as well. um, And I am so geared up to get going after this interview. I'm going to be getting, I'm going to get my coffee enema stuff going. And I I read, I read everything. I'm up to date. Um, So you started a juice cleanse and you described that beautifully in your article about how you were low energy at the beginning and you were kind of expecting that. And, but then inadvertently, you didn't know that you were going to pass a giant 12 inch worm. And then you decided to deworm yourself. Tell us about that. Well, I didn't expect it, you know, and then the first time I thought I saw something, I was like, Nah, maybe, you know, but then after a few days, it was undeniable because after a few days in, there's no food in the body and it's just a nice little packet of worms coming out like a little bundle. And so that's when I was like, Ooh, um, I thought about it for a minute and actually just, I flushed. I was like, this is gross. I didn't think anything further. And then it happened again the next day. And I was like, you know, I should probably do something about this. And I'm usually like an open book. I I like to just be honest and upfront and almost to a fault in the past. Um, And so that's how I've kind of approached the story is just telling it day by day as it happens. Mm, I'm not trying to make myself look good. In fact, I think most people wouldn't put it out there, all this stuff, because it's embarrassing. And it's kind of like, it's not what we want others to think about us. Like, um, but you know, that's just how I did it. And as it turns out, it's like, it's very therapeutic, just telling the truth to people. And Mm. people respond well to it. And they can, they get that, they kind of, they sense it. And so it creates this openness and this discussion. And that's just kind of how it goes there. Like, I didn't know most of the stuff when I started the channel, but each day someone will drop a gem. I put it in my save folder. I just save anything that I think is worthwhile. Then I'll kind of peruse through it later and let it, let it digest a little bit and think about it. And so there's just always new ideas coming and it's part of that openness. It's part of that honesty. 
like if I just pretended like everything was fine the whole time and built a wall, then I would never learn anything. I would never change. Well, you know, I watched you. I mean, you've definitely ruffled some feathers on the channel. I've seen it. I've just kind of watched it happen. Like when the whole thing with the snake venom thing came up and you, you just were, you just took your opinion about it and, and you were like, I don't care. You know, I'm not here for y'all to care. That's not what matters. And I'm sure it's easier because you're anonymous to, to, to be a hundred percent truthful and completely like you don't care. You know, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. Maybe I went a little too hard on that one. Um, <laughs> praying medic was following me and interacting and we had a good thing going. I was teaching people about his stuff. And then on that day he left, he was like, bye clown. <laughs> and so I thought that was amazing. That was just the best thing ever. Um, and I like, continued to joke about it and doing surveys about what I should do. But that's just kind of, sometimes I get a little carried away and just have fun with it. And I've learned that jokes don't translate well on Telegram. It just doesn't go through the way you think it is. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've had people misinterpret things as well. Um, well, and then at one point you said you were going to, we'll come back. I, I want to talk about the juice cleanse and the parasites. That's really what I want to talk about. But at one point I know you said, all right, I'm done with the channel. I'm really, this is it. We've covered almost every topic you could bring up when it comes to health and, and healing your own yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for I'm a, most people who are going to, who are listening now live know what your channel is all about. But for my audience on Freedom Junkie Radio, um, it's amazing how someone will, will bring up a topic like, uh, even something simple, like not, not simple necessarily, but not deadly, but something like psoriasis, you know, I've been su suffering from psoriasis or eye floaters or just anything. And you put it out there on the channel, if you feel that it's a worthy topic, and then the comments start coming in and it's from people, uh, obviously it's anything. So people have to discern what they, uh, you know, want to try or what they don't want to try. It's, it's open, open forum for um, basically natural remedies. And I've just gotten some huge, I mean, I think it's where I, it's one of the places I first learned about MMS and mm -hmm. just, how much is out there available to us. And like this idea of the parasite cleanses that we all have these parasites that are causing disease and discomfort and, and weight gain and, and even mental issues. So, you know, um, when you at one point said, okay, um, the channel is done. We've done our work here. It's over as a few months ago. And I think that there was this giant sigh of sadness in the universe. It was like, no, but yeah. then I think you realized that it was bigger. It was just, it had, a, it was a bigger thing and it's still going. So what happened? Well, three things I learned about MMS on the channel too. I told a story about getting sick and taking antibiotics and we got better and I'm going through the comments and, and someone's like, you know, chlorine dioxide so much better. And my first reaction was like, screw you, man. I just told my story and you're going to say that. And then like, that's kind of the human side and we all do that. And then like, I checked myself and said, Hmm, maybe I should look at it. And so that's how I learned about MMS. And, and then as far as, what was the other question? I lost the, the other one. 
Oh, just how it and how you ended up keeping the, the channel going after you had kind of said, "That's it. I'm I'm done. Okay. I'm out. I've done my work is done here." So I really thought it was it, and I was super relieved because it was starting to build up into stress and monotony and kind of like this routine and like I really thought that was it. I thought we had done it. And then like kind of how mysterious life is, you think you're done, but it's just the start of something new. And that's when I started trying to lose weight and trying to practice all these things. I was tired of talking about everything and I was tired of just spending hours on my cell phone and I wanted to get active and change my whole life. And so that kind of precipitated the growth. And then after a month or two I got all these positive changes going and I started realizing how much more I was learning and that we hadn't even really talked about the liver and we haven't talked about all these things. And, and I started thinking about it and thinking maybe it's time to start it up again, you know? So it was just kind of, it was like that. And, and the, Joe and Natalie came on to administrate to a dead channel, like it was done and they were just going to help the chat. So that's so cool that they did that. And I think everyone was a little sad. I was sad when it ended. But, you know, it's kind of like the story of rebirth where it was just a transformation. And I think we came back stronger than ever. I I had matured and had time away. So I kind of, I knew how I wanted to approach it to where it didn't drain me and where I could uh, just be of service without like going on the snake venom rant. Like, to me, I wasn't going to do the snake venom thing anymore as far as like that comical rant where you're pulling people's leg and trying to wake them up to the psyops and calling people out and all that stuff. I was just like, let's just talk about the liver. How's that? So, yeah, yeah, it did. It shifted into like topics, specific topics. And I like that. It's great. And I love how it's searchable. If people don't realize that you can go search a word and it'll give you 498 different uh, posts that mention the word liver or mention the word parasites or whatever it is you're interested yeah. in. And you can search through. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is something that we mentioned when we met yesterday just to meet each other. And um, you mentioned that it's I, I said it was interesting that, you know, you said it's comical that you fall right of center. And I do, too. And um, I I'm a libertarian, small government, all that, just freedom, sovereignty for the individual and all that. And how we sort of mentioned that the, the audience on Telegram is, is a conservatively, for the majority, group of people, and that these are the people who are going to end up parasite free and healing themselves and using all of these natural ways that that we've been given by the creator to heal ourselves we don't need big pharma for the most part and um and western medicine is there when you you know break a bone or something but otherwise we've got other resources and how that it's almost flipped that the the hippies all drank the 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 spell, the media spell, and went and got the the jab. And then the the conservative crew is turning. I I said that conservatives the new crunchy. And I just speak to that for just a second because I think it's you you were onto something there. Yeah, I mean that's the problem I have with labels, and 
in the box thinking is because it lets people box you up and ship you out and put a stamp on you and then you're just going to go along with it. And so personally, I don't, I'm not political at all. Um, but it is interesting that I never thought I would be surrounded with a bunch of Christian conservatives. And honestly, it's probably the best thing for me because I'm growing so much from that. Um, it is cool. It's cool that that group is so strong in their foundational beliefs and their clarity and that they're going to reap the benefits of becoming healthier, becoming sovereign. And those that adopted extreme leftist ideology and then kind of embraced this whole idea or this image, um, they're kind of getting lined up and getting the, the shots and all that stuff. And um, you can't put everyone in a box, but the system always tries to. And so it's up to us as part of a practice and sovereignty to try to resist that, to try to resist that. And, you know, like there's been like heat, like they take a lot of heat when we bring up different kind of healing modalities. Like people will say, that's new agey. Oh, that's woo woo. That's witchcraft. You're a demon. You're the devil, like, mm. like all that. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just doing all this stuff. I'm, I'm trying to teach everyone all the things. I'm not trying to put you guys in a box. And I'm definitely, I'm definitely not with the darker side of things. I'm definitely of the light, but I'm not going to put a label on that. And so I kind of let people decide. And we've had some fun discussions and what's really interesting too, is like I picked my administrators after seeing their interactions for months and months. And they were the ones that were always cool. They're always helpful, never lashed out. And so I, I asked them and they said, yes. And it, you know, we got to know each other a little bit. We have our own little group where we talk and consult and see how we're going to do this or that. And they're all like really strongly rooted in Christ but each in a different way. And so that's how I view myself. I'm strongly rooted in Christ, but I'm not going to put a label on it and I'm not going to, you know, like put a little gold star on and say, this is me. I'm so great. You guys can figure it out. You know, I just, we put stuff out there. I put a lot of other thoughts out there and then let people decide, go beyond the label. That's what I love about the channel because the posts are good. I mean, they're good, but it's the comments where you find the real stuff. And so you have to dig a little deeper. And it's like a, it's like a search engine, but it's not AI driven. It's just human intelligence driven. And so it's completely searchable. It's like having training wheels on for someone that doesn't know how to search and research. And for someone that does know how, it's like warp speed, find everything you need to know. And then, of course, you can dig deeper from there. Now that you have the keywords, you can go out to the real search engines and find all kinds of stuff. I, yeah, it's it's amazing. And so I love a couple of things you said. Um, you know, everyone's uh, spiritual journey is completely unique. Just like every relationship we have with another human being is completely unique. No one has a relationship with anyone in your life the way the way you do and so that's 
exactly the same way it is with our creator. And so for people to think there's, this is the way you do it, whatever it is. Um, well, that just says more about them than it does about the journey itself. And so um, I love how you said that you don't want um, to just, you know, say that there's this way because there's not. And so something I wanted to mention was I actually um, right here is a perfect place for me to say that you have no intention of monetizing your channel and making any money from this. So this is a labor of love for you. And I saw you say something about that your payment is the is your good health going forward. And your, your karma is going to be amazing from here on out because of the, you don't even know where the ripples are going to stop. Okay. You've done this. My family is going to benefit from this. Who knows how many people are going to learn about this word of mouth. And um, so, and these two generous people that you've got on your admin team as well. So you, you wrote this, you said, my team guided me to never monetize this channel in any way. I can see why. Once we try to gain a following, that's when we edit ourselves. That's when we try to please everyone and not alienate anyone. That's when we start to wear a mask. That's when we lose our moral center. That's when we change our story to be more acceptable. That's how the matrix is made. That's why good people stand down and do nothing. The mission here was simple. Spread healing knowledge, regardless of faith, politics, age, or color. Just spread the healing knowledge, regardless of whether it's cool, clean, dirty, or embarrassing. Let people talk. Let them share. Don't cut out people's voices and don't try to control anyone. So the mission continues. God bless you all. May Christ lift you into the kingdom and you went on. That was a that was the end of one of your long posts that you did. And um, I pulled that out to, to mention it today at some point that um, you're doing all this and it's not for glory. It's not for fame. Uh, you mentioned that your daughter said, Daddy, you're famous. And you're like, no, this character online called MK is. I'm still just me. <laughs> so that that humility that you bring to it is also really endearing. And um, uh, it, it's just amazing. Um, so this has culminated in you passing. I want to get back to the to the 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 good, the bad, and the ugly. You've passed, you think, thousands of parasites in the last month. I think you're on day like 34 or 35 now. And the last I checked, you're still passing worms. You're eating food now and stuff. Uh, let's, it's very well documented. Your whole juice cleanse, the parasite cleanse, everything you did on your Substack, which I'll link to. Um, but if you wouldn't mind, give people kind of a, I know you were doing, all kinds of juices from green juices to pineapple juice, which became your favorite mixing in salt and anything. And the parasites started coming. So you broke one of your own rules in a way, which was like, you know, I'm going to use the pharmaceutical. Um, tell us about your deworming yourself. I want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. There it is again, the labels and the rules. Like I had a rule and it was like, don't use pharmaceuticals. In fact, I remember when we bought those pills in Thailand, my wife bought them at a pharmacy over the counter. And, and I remember thinking, Oh, I don't need that. I have something way better, 
way better. I have these herbs and that's all you need. And so they, they sat in our closet for five years maybe. And it was just kind of a flash. Intuition is really cool. Once you start trusting your intuition, it'll really guide you. And so you just got a flash of these pills that I haven't thought about in five years. And um, I asked her to find them and get them out. We got them out and looked at them and they decided to take them. And I wanted to, but my muscle test said, no, don't do it yet. And I was like, okay, fine. So they did it. And then the kids started feeling just so much better after a few days. At first they were detoxing for a day or two. And then after they pooped, they're like feeling great, huge changes in the kids. And I don't really talk about my kids a lot. Um, I'll talk about them a little bit here. Like they're great. They're healthy. They're amazing. I thought they were amazing, but now they're like 10 times better, 10 times better. Okay. What Um, was that? What was that? um, That the drug was called albendazole. It's like albendazole, but it's a human prescription you get all over Asia and stuff. So can people get that here? You can get anything online from the Indian pharmacies okay. without a prescription or anything. People have been doing that with ivermectin since the pandemic. Um, yeah, you can get those. Okay. And again, I'll link to all of this. I'll, I'll put the names of these in the uh, show notes. So go ahead. And I'm going to want to ask you about your, your muscle testing techniques as well when we get there. But go ahead. So you were um, you gave it to your family and you. Yeah. And then they just improved so much and after a week it was like night and day and they put on healthy weight started just looking stronger their posture was better um my daughter noticed she went from little stick arms to like healthy arms her acne cleared up my son's hair started growing a lot and it's just on and on like this amazing change amazing and so i'm just observing it and i forgot that like in the juice fast you kind of go into a daze you lose track of time you lose track of days and so I had forgotten that I was even going to do it and then it was time for me to eat and I was all excited and I ate and that's what triggered it I was like oh I was supposed to do the worm thing and so I muscle tested and it came up yes and so I, I was excited to do the pharmaceutical after seeing the immense changes in them for over a week well, so um, let's just go ahead and talk about the muscle testing because some people might not be familiar with it. I am. We've used it a lot. It's harder to do on yourself. So muscle testing, if you don't know what it is, is really uh, in- incredible. If you were to like say, hold a banana and say, is this good for me? And put your arm out and have someone press down on your arm. You, I'm sure there's videos on YouTube about it if you wanna learn about it, but it's your own innate being saying yes or no. It's your it's your inner knowledge, it's your connection to the divine. I, I don't know where it comes from. It's, um, but if, if, you, if I say, my name is Betsy and I hold my arm out and you push down on it, I will test strong. My arm won't want to push down. But if I say my name is Barbara and I hold my arm out, I can't hold it there. It will push down. It'll test weak. And so that's what muscle testing is. And I have a, a an acupuncturist who uses it to figure out how many of an herb to give me. Like if he's giving me an herb and he'll push on my arm and go one, two, three, 
for, okay, you're supposed to take four of these how many times yeah. a day? And, he'll, you know, and so you, you now it's easier to do on someone else. The, the, the result is very obvious when you're pressing on someone else's arm. But when you're doing it yourself, I've done the sway where you, do you want to describe the sway test for people? So you, so when you're asking yourself whether it's time to do a cleanse or time to use a certain drug or whatever, do you describe how you You gave a great description doctors use this not western doctors but like all the good doctors use it chiropractors acupuncturists naturopaths it's really really good science and you know i was like perusing some comments when the article was shared like over on brian cates and one of the recurring comments was like oh great article i loved it i don't know about that muscle testing though i I just don't trust it. It seems like witchcraft. It seems like this and that. And the thing is, is people just don't understand it. They just don't understand. Like, I'm glad I was actually in Telegram jail because I would have responded to all these people and <laughs> it would have, like I would have worked myself up. But like one of the cool comebacks I wanted to say was like, like they were saying, oh, I only I only talk to the Holy Spirit. And I was I was wanting to say like, well, how how are you expecting the Holy Spirit to talk to you? Like send an email send a text this is how the holy spirit talks to us is through our body my wife says you turn off the mind and let the body talk and then it tells you and so the easiest way by far is to work with someone and they test you just as you said you can't lie and keep a strong arm and that's so interesting because think about that think about the liars they have no strength and so they're going through life lying and they couldn't even hold their arm up strong. And so we're starting to see that. And like part of seeing more and more is the liars become revealed. And muscle testing ties into that perfectly because muscle testing will show you the truth. It'll tell you the truth. Wow. So, I never thought of that. That would be I, a better. I just thought of it when you were speaking, actually. Well, like, I never. Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, it would be better than a, a lie detector test. Oh yeah, it's a good lie detector the, test. The like, poly, yeah, the polygraph is it, it. You can you can fake it out, but you can't fake this out. You can't fake it. You you. It's like the ultimate truth in finding your dosage, finding what you should do. And so instead of like outsourcing and listening to what this person says and what this person did, you can just ask your body, and it will literally know exactly what you should do. And so the whole juice fast. I was guided by this you know, I've been practicing it forever. Like I found out about it 20 years ago. And so I've had a lot of time to work with it and different levels of it, different kinds. And I was really upset at my innate intelligence, like multiple days. It wouldn't let me have any fruit juice. It wouldn't <laughs> let me do this. It wouldn't let me do that. And I was just like, dang, man, I might stop listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't doing it. And then afterwards, I could see the beauty of the plan. Like now, in hindsight, brilliant plan. I never could have come up with it. I would have like given up or I would have, you know, I would have avoided the pharmaceutical. Like it was the innate intelligence that gave me the insight to do it. So it's not just a muscle test. I'm talking about typing in, tapping into your higher mind, 
that will give you ideas, it'll give you inspiration, it'll give you guidance, it'll give you protection, it'll tell you not to leave the house yet, wait for a minute, wait for two minutes. And so my wife has taught me all about this from stories from her father and watching how she behaves. In many ways, females are much better at this intuition, although they can fall into the worried intuition, which is not trustworthy. And this ties to muscle testing. So the biggest flaw with muscle testing is if you're testing yourself, you have to make sure your energy is balanced. You can be reversed and you can get all opposite answers. And so that would happen a lot to me. I would be like, and so you do test questions and then you kind of know, and then you, oh, I forgot to ground myself and clap my hands or whatever you have to do. There's a lot of ways to clear your energy. Most of all, it's just letting go and tapping into your parasympathetic nervous system, your relaxation. Because if you're on edge, if you're worried, if you're angry, any of that tension will block the flow of this information. And then your mind will start overriding and taking control. So the mind is like this dog. And then you have to put the dog on the leash and make it be quiet. And then let the body speak, let the innate intelligence speak, which you can tap into the Holy Spirit and People, okay, so people that get really worried about this opening themselves up to forces, use a prayer. Use a prayer before so that you're only guided by the highest. So it's really something I've, I brought on really lightly. I was scared to bring it up. I actually sat on it for a long time and didn't bring it up. And then I just started sprinkling it a little bit here and there. And then now I find myself talking about it almost every day. In every sub stack, I talk about it because I feel like, People need to know it's the best tool ever and it'll free you. It'll free you from following bad advice. It'll free you from messing yourself up following bad advice. Yeah, Typically. we've gotten in such a habit of looking outside ourselves. That's why people yeah. even watch the media and trust what they're told by the uh, by the authorities or whatever. No one knows better than we do. And for you to be reminding people to trust that, and it sounds to me like all of your muscle testing and, and what you've been doing throughout this journey has just really gotten you solid and tight in your in trusting your intuition in general. I mean, muscle testing is a great way of learning that Oh, I do know. I do have the answers. Yeah, it's so important, you know. It's so important. If that could be the whole message, like listen to your body, listen to your innate intelligence, trust yourself. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Like, ask yourself, you know. It's so important. You've made that very clear in your um in in the juice cleanse, parasite cleanse literature that you've written that I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what I did. You research it. You use your innate uh, knowledge and figure out what's going to work best for you because we're all different physiologically and emotionally. And we all have different needs. Everyone's totally different. 100%. So um, I love that. You're not a guru. You're saying this is just what I did. And I'm tossing it out there because it did me so much good. Like you were yeah. saying, your your skin is like a baby's skin and you lost all this weight and you're mentally clear. And what are all the things you've noticed that have been benefits to you from having done this? Oh, so much. So I didn't really talk about it too much because I'm always trying to fit it in. I don't want it to be too long, but it was insane benefits. Like after a week, 
I just noticed my skin was soft everywhere. All this acne was spitting out the first week all over my body, like little black heads and little sandy crumbles. And then I just had smooth skin from head to toe. Um, the film on my tongue, which I've had forever, I can never seem to get rid of. That nasty white film shows up every morning. I scrape it off. It comes back. It's just gone now. And my tongue is perfectly pink. Now, that might be the juice fast. It might be the the finbendazole. When you do all this stuff, you don't know what it is. I just know my tongue is amazing. My skin's amazing. Um, all my pain and stuff that I was carrying for months of working out, it just disappeared the first week. All this swelling, I, I pretty much lost most of the weight the first week. And it was swelling, especially like I could see my knees and ankles, everything just shrunk down. And like so many changes, a lot of clarity, a lot of clarity. My mind started working differently. I started being able to think differently. Um, it's just like night and day, like kind of like my kids, like I thought they were healthy. It turns out they weren't. They were operating at maybe 50%. I feel like I was operating at maybe 20% of my potential of where I am right now. And who knows, maybe it'll just keep getting better. I hope so. Wow. Okay, so when we were on your journey of your juice cleanse, you did the albendazole and you had, you start, start there. You started, you had a, a great experience with that. You passed a bunch of worms and then what? Okay. So yeah, I took it the, the first time I broke my fast day 15, took a round of that. And then that's when the mystery creatures started coming out. Before that, it was just easy, identifiable round worms and tapeworms and pretty simple stuff like some rope worms that look kind of like the, the round worms, but they're braided. And I was like, you know, that's normal. And then after this, the next day, we're talking like sea creatures that are looking alien. And I actually spent about two or three hours trying to image search. I couldn't find anything. And so I took two more rounds on fast and that got pretty bad. Like my body, it just like massive die off. Two more rounds of, of albendazole. Yeah. Two more days at night. And they just kept coming. I mean, I'm talking like 500, three inch jellyfish looking things. Okay. This is, you said you just a second ago, you said this was kind of normal. I'm thinking this is shocking. I've never seen a worm come out of my body. Like I, I'm kind of looking forward to it, actually, in a weird way. But and now you're saying 500 little sea creatures. I saw the pictures that you showed, the little video, and they're about yeah. three inches long. How do those fit in your gut? Well, they're really malleable. They they squish down, kind of like a cockroach can fit uh, through. Yeah. Hole. Like um. The, the the first ones that came out were the least digested. And that's the gross part is like the stuff that came out later, they were clearly being digested, clearly. And that's the bad feeling. And so you're digesting these parasites. And so that's why you want to keep the bowels moving as often as possible. And thank God for the coffee enema, because without that, I could have probably been sick. I think I would have been definitely feeling awful. Um, the first time I did a parasite cleanse way back in my 20s, I got super sick after. Um, super sick. Like my my about it hit about 
five days later when my whole intestines just felt so bad and like it felt like I ate like a bunch of chilies and it was so spicy and it felt raw almost. Wow. So the is keep the bowels moving. You don't want to digest the worms any more than you have to. And yeah, get those things out. They're in there. They migrate through the body. Like right now I'm there's a few little ones, those little cuttlefish things. I don't know if they're flukes. I've looked at a lot of fluke pictures and flukes look kind of like they have a bottom and they have a top. These things seem symmetrical. They seem kind of symmetrical. And so they're definitely migrating in like it's the new juveniles that I'm passing now. And so there are other places in the body. And then when it's their time in their life cycle, they go into the intestines and now it's just kind of inhospitable and they're getting flushed out. I mean, I read about how they go. um, I was reading this morning, just, um, digging into some of this stuff about, I think it's the roundworms that have their whole cycle in the human body. Is it the roundworms? Yeah, they can do that. They can and, have a closed system through your body. And they'll end up, they, they go to your lungs, they go in your blood. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is, uh, it is the stuff of, uh, just uh, horror movies and it's inside our bodies. And so the idea that we don't have any, like me being like, oh, you know, I, it's almost impossible that you don't have any because not only do we get them in meat and on the vegetables that we eat, the, like the, I think it was you who said that the eggs are pretty much indestructible, but you know, mosquitoes give people parasites. That's where the heartworms come for dogs. So, I mean, they're, they're microscopic. And um, so you, I, I thought when we scheduled this interview that you'd be done. I thought you'd, okay, certainly he'll be able to look back and tell us everything. And you're still passing worms. You're still going to keep doing stuff. So we'll get there too. Um, so you decided to then also take the fenbendazole. Yeah. So after that, albendazole worked so good. I looked that up and same class of drugs. And I was like, oh, this is just like fenbendazole. Cool. And from what I can tell, they work the same. They're about the same. It's just a classification border to separate human pharmacopoeia from the animal pharmacopoeia. And on every tube, every bottle, they'll say not for human consumption. On the horse pace, I say, make sure don't give it to the horses that you're going to eat. You don't want to eat a horse because they want the control system wants us to have as many worms as possible. And that's just the bottom line. They can't have us getting dewormed because once you do, your whole mind changes. Everything changes. Like I changed so much my first time in my twenties. I went from this nervous, super awkward person, hating social interactions to just loving being around people like literally overnight, overnight change. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's been buried and suppressed so much. I tried to convey that a little in the report. And what's cool is I was telling people in my 20s, no one believed me. I made a little thing with formaldehyde and showed them the samples. I called it my snow globe. It was in a baby food jar and I had 10 different parasites. I would show people and they would just say, no way. Or how do you, like my favorite response was that worm medicine you took. How do you know that wasn't in there? How do you know they didn't give you parasites? And so there's just this, there was this thick wall blocking people from accepting this. And I think even two years ago, you couldn't have told people this. They wouldn't buy it. 
but now because of what we've gone through, you know, all the stuff that we've been through the last two years, people get it and people are ready. And I think the big ivermectin craze, it got everyone into this whole mentality. And it was like a good starter step into this notion that, hey, it's a big problem. We all have them. These creatures, they are tenacious. And we've got to start treating that if we want to get better. Like, it's great to know the vaccine is bad. That's great. It's great to know that pharma is killing people. And it's like, it seems like all over conservative social media, it's like all about that. But that's just the first step. What's the next step and the step after? And so that's where our channel is taking it. Like, once you figure out all this stuff, then we can talk. Until then, you might as well not even check out what we're talking about. Because I'm not going to explain how corrupted everything is to a newbie. You know, I've already, I already know that doesn't work. Basically, people have to take the plunge, get through the understanding that it's all corrupt, and then baby steps to health, to true health. Yeah. When you say to me, um, this has been kept from us, they want us full of worms. That just ring, I, it makes perfect sense. But to someone who hasn't awakened to any of the lies, that sounds per- one hundred percent insane, and so I get it that you're you're uh, absolutely the the people who come to have this information and this knowledge have already gone down a path of enlightenment to to some degree because we you know it's it's amazing how much programming we've been I mean we all are even those of us who are aware of the programming and who are trying to consciously recognize where you know, it's, it's impossible to, it's like getting to every single parasite in your body. It's almost impossible. But I think just that awareness is so much fun, you know, and finding the tribe that's on the path is fun too. So, I mean, it this is. is a blast. I mean, I have, I, I am loving talking to you and getting to know you and, um, and then all those people, these blessed angel people on your channel who go out of their way to go look up, you know, the thing I know whenever somebody says, what do you do for strep throat? Well, I happen to know and it's amazing. And so I always go over to my Amazon and I find the, the extra strength colloidal silver spray that we used. We used that with MMS and my kid who gets a strep throat regularly. I think it just lives in his throat. Apparently it lives in all of our throats, but that's his, he, he gets it a couple times a year and he's had the antibiotics and I know that strep's nothing to mess with. It, it can be really harmful to you. And I asked a friend of mine one of these times last year, I was like, what do you, she's a, she knows all kinds of stuff about natural remedies. And I said, what do you guys do when you get strep throat? And she pointed me to this spray and it knocked it out. And I was, it knocked it out so well, so beautifully. And my son didn't have to take a round of antibiotics, which causes such gut issues. It can cause mental illness for the next two years after you take antibiotics. And I, I was so angry for just, you know, in my own little way for a few minutes at the pharmaceutical industry and the way we've been told, oh, well, if you get strep throat, you have to do a 10-day round, 10 round of antibiotics and put your body through this ringer 
when it's not true. Think of all of the millions of people who have taken millions of rounds of antibiotics and they didn't need it. And it, um, I just went off on that, but it was, that's when I jump in on the channel. Like when I see something, when I see someone ask a question and I'm like, oh, I have a remedy for that. I know something about that and I'll speak up. And it's, there's thousands of us and it's, uh, it's, it's a phenomenon. It, it's really amazing. It's, it's, I haven't seen much bad information on there. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's someone who says, you know, put vinegar in your eye or something and, and you probably shouldn't do that. You know, I don't know. I just made that up, but there's, you know, that's a question for you. Have you seen any people chime in and give really bad health information? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I have to discern is that really horrible information or is that just something I don't know about? And so I'll, I'll like get driven into doing a lot of research. And the cool thing is that I have this ban button. And so if someone's being really dumb and malicious and I like kind of warn them, then they just have to go because we're not trying to hurt anyone. And so yeah. if I see some crazy stuff, I'll delete it. And okay. there are people that say crazy stuff. So we got to keep people safe. We can't, we can't have people doing crazy things and getting hurt. That's not what this is about. Like, I don't no, want any hurt from my channel. That's a lot of work on your part to have to keep up with all. And so I see why you've gotten two other admins on there to help you. Uh, well, I still, every day I read every single comment I have since it started. And um, I've learned so much doing that, like so much learning. And I love learning. So it's kind of perfect for me. Okay, so I keep, I love how this interview is going. We're weaving in and out. We're, we're, we're going on the path of your juice cleanse, and, and which turned into the parasite cleanse, and then we go off on a tangent, and I love it. And then I have a place to bring us back to, which is okay. You took the fenbendazole, which is like mostly used for farm animals, and <laughs> you passed a whole other slew of these things, and you started seeing these hundreds and hundreds of these weird looking sea creature type things that I saw the video of. And then you were, you continued to do the juice, the juicing and that, but then you started adding some food and, oh, we've got to talk about the, the coffee enemas because I read about that this morning. And that's another taboo subject. I was talking to my 12 year old about this and he's like, what does taboo mean? And I'm like, well, it's when it's stuff people don't want to talk about because we have cognitive dissonance around it. And it's, it makes us uncomfortable. The majority of human beings don't really want to stick anything up there, but you know, so, um, and we're going to talk about it. It's uh, kind of a big rule actually. And yeah. It's a good, I think rule. It's it's a good rule. rule. You don't want to do that, but for every rule, there's always an exception. So that's the thing. Like the first time I heard about it, I was like, no, no way. And I made my friends that told me and I was just like, you guys are ridiculous. And this was 10 years ago. And um, they went on this fasting retreat in Thailand where they lost all this weight and they were doing, they were just eating fruit and doing a coffee in them every day. And to me, hearing that, it was just like, that's ridiculous. I would never do that. Me and my wife like looked at each other's like, we're never doing that. Never doing it. <laughs> and then 
life has a funny way of coming back. And so I get exposed to so much healing information because I read all the comments. I do all this. I have to archive it. I curate it. And so I'm exposed to all this stuff constantly. And then when I have an issue, my little intuition will go off. And so that's how the coffee enema thing started for me, actually. It was like I was having a problem. There was some bleeding happening down there, and that's never good. Like, basically, when you poop blood, it's like most people will go to the ER or the hospital. But me, I told my wife, I was like, hey, I'm pooping lots of blood. What do you think? She was like, oh, I wouldn't worry about it. And um, it would happen kind of cyclically. It would come back every week or two. And then this little voice started saying, coffee enema, coffee enema. And I was like, shut up. Don't even think that. Don't even say that. <laughs> and um, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. And so finally, I was like, fine, I'll go look it up. I looked it up on the posts and learned about it. I was like, whoa, this is actually amazing. I learned the whole story. I dove in deep to Dr. Gerson, his whole cancer treatment program. And for me, the the cure for ignorance is just knowledge. Like I just didn't know and I had a stigma against it. It was a firm rule. You don't do that. You don't touch that. You don't do that. And then the information came was like, well, what if you had colon cancer? What if this is colon cancer you have? What if something in there is bleeding and broken? And so after looking into it and doing it, I was like, I'm going to do it, but I'm not telling anyone. And I didn't even tell my family. And so I ordered it. And when the package came, I like, made sure I got it first. <laughs> made sure that no one saw it. And then, and I kind of dropped a seed. I was like, Hey, you know, I was learning about this coffee enema thing to my, to my wife. And she kind of half listened and was like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And it wasn't like a good, pleasant response. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping it secret. And so I did it. And then it was amazing. It was like the best thing ever. It's not cool. The first part where you're like the first few days learning that, and the whole sensation is weird and it's strangely emotional and like, it's almost like, I think some people are going to cry if they do it because it's this part of us that has to do with fear, security, survival, and sexuality all wrapped up into one. Yeah. And so in my mind, like the first few times I'm like, this is not sexual. This is not sexual. You know, just trying to talk <laughs> myself through it. And then you excuse me, but you shit out a mudslide. You you poop out maybe a week or two's worth of poop, and you feel so good, like so free and clear. And um, after I did that a few times, I was like, "This is a miracle." And of course, it would be the most embarrassing thing. Of course, it would be <laughs> the most embarrassing thing you can do is going to be the miracle. Of course, and so. I kind of, after a few days, I told, I told, like, look, we got to talk. I'm doing coffee enemas. They're amazing. And I got a warm reception. She was like, really? Because she's always struggled with, like, constipation and stuff. And so she was willing to try it. And it's been a game changer for her. It's been a game changer. And, she, like, all these aches and pains. Your, your liver actually shrinks probably by half when you do this. Cause the liver gets so swollen and I could see it in my midsection that my whole midsection got a ton smaller, like after three treatments. So it's the most embarrassing thing, but it's also a complete miracle for the colon, for the liver to expel parasites, 
and for all that stuff. And um, I talked my chiropractor into it. Well, I planted the seeds. My wife actually pushed him and strong-armed him into doing it. And now he's hooked. He's like, dude, this is, I feel so much better. And he was like all against it. So, so how, even after, like if someone's listening and they're like, oh, wow, that sounds miraculous. Um, how often is it that people do it, even if they're just on like maintenance? Maintenance, you can go once a week, twice a week, whatever. It's really up to you. People always want to know that, like, man, you just, you ask your innate intelligence, you see what you need to do. It's funny. I asked my innate intelligence at the beginning of the fast. I was like, should I do a coffee enema today? Big yes. You can get a big yes, a small yes. Not sure. There's like a range of yeses and nos. And I was like, okay, am I going to have to do these every day? And it said, no, no. Am I going to have to do one every day? No. And the funny thing is, is I didn't have to do it every day once. I actually had to do some days twice. And afterwards, I could see that there's a sense of humor in asking your innate intelligence. They're, they're crafty. It's like the higher you that knows everything and knows how to get you to do things. Because if it said I had to do it every day, I would have just been like, no way, man. Maybe I shouldn't even do this. Maybe I shouldn't even do this. So I did it every day during the juice fast. And then on the days when I started taking the pharmaceutical and my, my insides were literally squirming and wriggling, I would have to do it at night too. Okay. And did that bother you, the, the caffeine, before you went to bed? Not at all. Not at all. It's not the okay. same kind of caffeine load. It's filtered okay, now, totally differently. You were taking melatonin to sleep. And I, I saw that you were taking 50 milligrams. That sounds like an awful lot. It is a lot. Again, this is a topic on the channel where I didn't even know about melatonin. And then you see some people say it's great. You just take a milligram, but you're careful not to build dependent. Other people are like, it's the worst. You never want to do it. And so I was actually watching a medical medium video and he talked about it. And he's just, I just take a big handful of these. Like I need to sleep and I'm up all day and working on this book. And this will give me the three hours sleep I need. And that was the first time I saw someone talk about taking a big dose and that kind of piqued my interest. And so I asked, and my body said, yes, that's a good idea. And I thought, interesting, interesting. And I haven't brought it up on the channel because I don't want to tell people, hey, go take 50 milligrams melatonin. I don't want to do that. And so I kind of dropped that little seed in my report of what I was doing. And I've been okay. doing that for a few months, actually. I've been, like, I asked how long I should do it. And I got the answer, three to four months to restore everything. Yeah, well, because our bodies make melatonin, and I don't, I, I mean, if I'm not wrong, and, and I, mm -hmm. I don't mess with what my body already produces. Now, obviously, if you're, I mean, we're, we're you really messing with your body if you're taking, if you're doing a month-long juice fast, and I don't know that I'll, I'm going to, you know, you're inspiring me. I'm about to do this. I'm going to order the coffee enema stuff. Um, I want to talk to you about your juicer, too. I have a juicer. It's not a masticating juicer. I want to talk to you about that, but... um. I, uh, we're not doing anything that's uh, typical right here. Like, I don't know, you know, I was just saying, you don't necessarily, I don't want to do anything that my body already does because I don't want to get off kilter, but I'm about to do something that my body isn't expecting and I'm going to get off kilter. So I'm not really worried about it, especially if it's um, short term. I think we have some 10 milligram melatonin. I've never taken it. Um, I'll take like CBD or something like that if I, if I, or I also have a homeopathic um, 
they're called moon drops that I only took them when I couldn't sleep when I was giant and pregnant and uh, mm-hmm. they worked great. So I, you know, if I, if I can't sleep during this, cause you said the juice fast, some, somehow it, it, it like juiced you up. It was hard to sleep at night. Well, yeah. I mean, I think when you're that hungry, you're just not going to sleep that much. Like um, even with the melatonin, some nights I can only sleep three hours. Most nights I could get my full eight, but sometimes um, your body is just so energized and there's nothing holding it back. And the hunger would just wake me up at three in the morning, four in the morning. Okay. So you were really hungry people. I've done a 10 day master cleanse. So I've done, I've never, and I've never been able to do more than a two day water fast. Okay. So when you're juicing, you're drinking plenty of water as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, I know what it's like to be pretty darn hungry, but on the master cleanse, those uh, lemonades that you're making with lemon juice, cayenne, and maple syrup, that maple syrup it has a high caloric punch, and it really I, I, it wasn't that bad. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember being up at night at all. Um, okay, your juicer. You have a masticating juicer, which I know from... French, and that means a chewing juicer. It actually chews stuff up maybe more like a blender and and you get more out of it. Um, I'm wondering if my plain juicer is good enough. What do you think? It depends on what you're going for. Um, I always had the centrifugal juicer, the old style, and it's great. You just throw whole apples in there. You throw whatever in there. It works. It doesn't do any kind of leaves or greens, though and you're missing out on about half the juice that you could get and so the masticating thing it it's like an auger and it chews and grinds and drives out this dry pulp so you're literally getting every drop of juice out you can throw leaves spinach wheat grass anything really and i guess the disadvantage is that you have to cut stuff up smaller so you just cut it up smaller and it takes a little longer but it comes out better. It doesn't get heated or oxidized like with the centrifugal. And so it lasts a little longer if you're going to put it in the fridge. And then I like it. It's quieter too. And it's fun. It sounds like a horse eating when you're feeding it carrots and celery. And so (laughs) my kids like to do it. And my four-year-old likes to get up there and feed it. We call it time to feed the horsey. Aw. Okay. So, um, you said, though, that you end up saving so much money by not eating for a month, except for the $8 in vegetables and fruits, that it it pretty much pays for itself anyway, right? It, it really does. Like, it pays for itself pretty quick. With If you're taking in this much juice, it'll pay for itself really quick. Okay. And, you know, this it made me think of, of the, the spiritual component of fasting, not eating, you, um, you said you had a, a, it was a really spiritual experience and almost unexpected. I'm sure having really tapped into that innate intuition about what you should be juicing and trusting it, trusting it every time when you do that muscle testing, or did you get to the point where you didn't even need to muscle test? Like you could just ask, like, if you just ask, you know, yeah, you can get there. Um, you also, 
once you start tapping into this, you'll get extra information along with the yes and no, like an idea. And that takes practice to understand because our mind wants to block out ideas that we don't like. And so I would get, you can call it a download with the yes or no sometimes. Okay, so can you go into any bit more about your spiritual experience because of your month long I mean, you broke your fast a yeah. couple times but but for the most part there was no solid food there for a month yeah so the spiritual component it's pretty easy to understand i think for most people we like to eat it's the best thing ever it's what everyone loves to do it's our lives are centered around it we spend so much time and money on it like going out to eat and cooking and preparing foods, thinking about food. We combine like hundreds of different of foods throughout the week. When you take that away, like what do you have left? When you take all that away, what you have left is like almost nothing. And so then you have to find something and that's the spiritual journey. Um, eating also, it's just, you imagine a creature that's alive and you're killing. I don't care if it's a carrot, a celery, a cow. Every time you eat, you kill. You're you're chomping your way through life. And when you stop doing that, you get more integrated into a peaceful way of being. And it aligns you with a different kind of thinking. Now we have to eat. It's there's no way around it. Eventually we have to eat. I could starve myself. And I'm sure it would be a really spiritual experience but it wouldn't be good. We have to be in this world. We have to live. And so it's not just a spiritual experience to fast. It's giving you longevity. It's giving you power to stay. It's giving you uh, more time in the game to fix things that we all need to fix, like to be there longer for our families. So I think it all kind of ties together. That is the spiritual journey. It's like all these different things. You said that it taught you a, a, the real depths of your power, almost like you can do anything. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm not a very confident person. Um, when you can't um, keep yourself on track, you lose confidence, I think. And I think everyone can relate to that. Like you want to do something and then you break it. You break the deal you had with yourself. Um, it could be about anything, it, you know, for me in this example, I guess the learning moments about food, food addiction, comfort, food, emotional eating, eating our emotions, that kind of stuff, old food programs. Like we were programmed heavily as kids to like idolize pizza and burgers and stuff. It's associated with birthdays and fun and going out. And, and so there's this heavy coding that's underlying us. And then our our conscious mind's like, yeah, I want to lose weight. I want to look good. But that code is there and that code wins every time. It's it's always there and it always wins. And so the fast is a great way to break the code down, to make it disappear into nothing. Because now you know, like I don't even think about things the same anymore, especially food, but nothing really. It broke down all the code. And I guess that's a big part of the spiritual experience, isn't it? It's like, breaking out of all the boxes, breaking down all the codes and starting fresh and realizing I can literally live on like $4 worth of celery juice a whole day 
and I feel fine. In fact, I feel better than fine. I feel better than ever. Okay. I just had a fear come up and it was, um, oh no. Um, what happens when you forget? Cause see, I did that when I did my 10 day master cleanse and I was so conscious of the food I put in my body for the next several days. But it's just like if you're an addict to anything else, you know, cigarettes or alcohol or whatever, you can stop for 10 years. But as soon as you go back, it just within a couple of days, you're back to where you were in your addiction. And I, not that it's a food addiction so much, but it kind of is. Everything you just said about being in childhood and having pizza and burgers and special foods that are just awful for you um, seem really special. That resonated with me. and. Boy, it doesn't take long, MK, to forget. So my as my little fear came up, not just for you, but for me and for everybody, like, oh, you can have these. You know, you think you, you come to a, a place on your path where you've really gotten somewhere and you can't forget. You know, once you, once you know, you can't unknow. Well, mm -hmm. I can. I, I can totally unknow <laughs> and stick my fingers in my ears and cover my eyes and go, la, 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 la. And this pizza is great. And so I'm wondering in order to combat that, um, because you've come so far, you've come farther than you ever have. So wouldn't it be wise at this point? And I'm asking you, this is my thought, but um, to revisit maybe monthly do a do a couple of days of fasting every month to remind yourself what are you going to do to maintain this um this place you've gotten to absolutely i'm thinking maybe even once a week doing a fast but definitely monthly like a three day and you have to stay humble and not think you have it all sorted you just have to stay humble i think is the key and also that's the reason why I think the whole 30 days was so important. I wanted it to be two weeks and I was ready for it to end at two weeks. And um, I consulted my wife and she just kind of laughed about it. It's like, no, like you need to do the whole 30. You're not even there. And so when I broke at two weeks, I clearly wasn't ready. And I tell that story. It was all emotional. It was a completely an emotional drive to eat. And so I think, you know, the, the fast is great, but you have to like practice your re-entry and really analyze it and see what your patterns are and practice it. And so like now that I'm re-entering food for three days, I'm doing portions, I'm treating it like fuel. It's not emotional. It's like the same thing every day so far. I just bought a big piece of meat and chopped it up into cubes, marinated it, and I take enough out to eat for the day and um if i eat pizza again it'll be a slice and not a whole pizza but i'm not planning on getting it i don't think about getting it i'm not going to put the idea out there to get it um because i know that's like my kryptonite it's so bad for me specifically like i never feel worse like i've gotten sick so many times after eating pizza it's ridiculous you would think i would get it right and then also, I think the 30 days is important and the fast is important because if you're smart, what you can do when you're feeling bad is put the blame where it belongs on your bad habits, on all the stuff you were doing. And like now I associate that pain and that hunger and 
having to go through all this with those wrong choices. And I can see my family, they're all slim. They all get to eat and look how they eat. They don't eat like me. So yeah, my, my, uh, my wife has been slim forever. She's always been slim. My kids are slim. I'm the only one that had the problem. And so I just, the whole time I was just like kind of putting the, putting the blame where it belonged. And then that creates, that creates a response. What reminds me of, of when people quit drinking and everyone around them is still drinking and it's like, well, they don't have a problem or they might, but um, it's not about them. It's about you and what, what you need and what's good for you. And when you do that, your, like you said, your, your confidence and your, your self-love, just knowing that you have the ability to say no and not. And I mean, it's just, I'm so excited about it. The month sounds really daunting. Where did you get the idea that you needed to do a month? Well, originally from the movie. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't, I'll link to that. I haven't watched that movie yet. Even if you don't want to do a juice fast, it's an incredible watch. Like my four-year-old sat through the whole thing because there's like cartoons and it's fun. It's a fun movie and it's really inspiring. Like I would never have had the confidence to do this if I hadn't watched that. Like I didn't think it was possible. I thought it might be dangerous, but they take it through. And these guys were big and they lost massive amounts of weight and they did two months. And that's where the idea of the food programs getting destroyed really came from. He really paints that picture clearly for you. Do you remember the name of it off the top of your head? Yeah, it's called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Okay, I'll link to that too. It's a free Um, movie. Okay. And so, you know, one thing that I haven't figured out, and I probably could on my own, but since I have you here, I'm going to ask is, What's the best way? I mean, you saw the worms come out of you in the toilet. How else do you like, didn't, and then do you go get a strainer and like go get them out and look at them and put them in a jar or, or do you, how else do you find the worms? How, like, can you poop in a strainer? I mean, what do you do? Cause I'm about to do all this. Well, you don't have to do anything. Like you can just let them go and the only reason I was really pushed to do it was to show people. Um, you can tell people all, all you want, you know, but they're not going to believe it. But once I started posting those pics and those, especially the videos, that's what gets people's attention. And in fact, in the Parasite Cleanse article on the, about fenbendazole, I didn't have any pictures of the worms. I linked to it a little bit. And I was in the shower the night before, like praying about it, wanting it to do well and asking what I can add, what I can do. Is it good? Is it good enough? And the only advice was put the worm pictures in there. Why are you not putting the worm pictures on there? And I thought, well, it's gross. They're like a picture is worth a thousand words. You got to put the pictures. And then it was very serendipitous that our friend from the group passed a 27 inch worm and then posted it. So I was like, that's going in there. That's going in the report. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. I want to see my worms. I don't if want you to want just... Them, you just have to go back to being a kid playing in the sandbox. Where... <laughs> <laughs> turn on the fan. Get the chopsticks. Do not use your good chopsticks. You get the disposable ones. <laughs> like, um, you just... You can go for it if you want. 
it's nasty. There's no way around it. It's the grossest I, thing. Ever. Like looking I, at these creatures, like a lot of people I've noticed, they'll post pics and the creature is just on the tile and it looks like a lump. But if you rinse them off and soak them in water, they puff up and you can see their real form and you can uh, see see what they really look like. Okay. You, something we didn't talk about is uh, your daughter's bearded dragons, which are a reptile or a reptilian pet that you had. And you tell the story of how they were being kind of lethargic. You have two of them and mm -hmm. they just didn't seem to be like their peppy little selves. And you thought, hmm, I'm going to give them a little bit of this goat warmer and you did like i guess you figured out for their size what to give them and they passed gigantic nests of worms and then they like got peppy and happy again yeah that was crazy like again there's the intuition coming in i'm just looking at them i had done the worm cleanse and i'm looking at them and i'd really been noticing that they just don't look great they're about 10 months old. And I asked the, where we go buy food. Hey, like, is it normal for them to eat less and get lazy and not shed their skin anymore? It's like, oh yeah, totally normal. Totally normal. And something just told me, hey, look into deworming these guys. And so I just looked into a quick YouTube. There it is. It's Finbendazole. That's what they use. And so I just figured out how to do it and did it. And that was the coolest thing is after they passed these big nests and biofilms and worms, their mood changed and their personality changed within minutes. And we had different lizards. Like the one that was always afraid is now the dominant one, runs around everywhere and they just look amazing. So wow. one of them so, is really cool because this applies to people. One of them was able to poop the very next day and then he switched and he was amazing. The other one did not poop for like three days and he was not feeling good. And he was just like, well, I was worried about him. And then when he did all better and so when you're doing a worm cleanse be like the first bearded dragon and make sure that you're making yourself go to the bathroom every day you don't want to carry it for a day or two or three it's no fun okay um so that makes me think of our, our pet is a dog and we give her heartworm medication every month which i happened to look at a year ago when all the um ivermectin stuff was going around and i was like hey that's what heartworm medication is in my dog it's ivermectin if you look at the side of the package mm -hmm. um makes me wonder if i should give her a little bit of the funbendazole because she's definitely. eight years old and and you were about to say definitely i would do it because yeah. you've got both they're incomplete by themselves yeah. oh wow mk this is literally life-changing information for people they can take it or leave it they can do with it what they want they can obviously develop their intuition around it which is fantastic we need more of that we need more sovereignty in people's lives and this is going to do that not to mention mood mood lifting and and just inspiration when you can be an inspiration to yourself you know like now uh, you posted a, a a post this morning of some old guy who was just a little bit, you know, a little bit chubby and a little out of shape. And he looked maybe close to 70 years old, maybe late sixties. And then there's the before and after, and he's just ripped and he's like doing all these pull-ups and, and just, it, it, I think 
I wonder what's going to happen now. You know, it would be a lot of fun in six months to do a follow-up with you and see just what, because who knows? Who knows where this is going to lead you? Yeah, and that's for everyone. Like, it's never too late to turn it around. It's never too late to shape your life into exactly what you want. Like, I've spent so much time developing spiritually that the physical kind of got neglected and it didn't match who I am. And so I feel like God was calling out to me very strongly to turn it around and change it and, and fix a lot of things. And talking to a lot of different people around March and April, they were getting the same information that we need an army and you can't be sick and be a good soldier. Like we need to build an amazing army of God's workers, of light, light workers. And to do that, you have to be strong. And so getting healthy is actually the first step. And then going on your mission is the next step, whatever that may be. Maybe it's politics. Maybe it's teaching or whatever it is. You have to be healthy first and foremost. And so that's my small gift that I can offer people is some insight and some, some knowledge on how to do that. Because really without that, you have nothing. And I, I know that. I've experienced that. Like I spent my entire twenties being sick. I know what it's like to be sick. And with, you can have all the money, you can have all the great jobs and this and that, but if you don't have true health, it really doesn't mean much. Wow. And just the, you know, the physical, spiritual, mental aspects of our being, how this affects so much, because if you're physically full of worms or, or whatever, just a lack of health that's, or overweight, you're carrying around all these extra pounds and you're, um, that's makes you mentally struggle. That's going to cause your, your spiritual, even though you said you've been working on yourself spiritually, you know, if you work on any of those, the other ones have to follow or you, or you don't, you don't grow. And so I, I get it. I see this spiritual army you're talking about of and but they're physically strong and healthy. So wow, this is this has just been an amazing um time with you and we're going to have to wrap it up. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about or or anything you'd like to leave us with? Um no. I think we did amazing. It was a great talk. I really appreciate it. Hope everyone <laughs> it and get something from it well i um i hope so too and i will be like i said i'll go back through it and uh whenever we referenced something i'll put it in the show notes so this will be posted at uh freedom junkie radio podcast which is available anywhere you can get a podcast i won't be able to put this one on youtube i haven't been able to put the last few because of a few of the things we talked about i'm 100 percent sure it would get struck and i'd get a strike um, I've already had one and you only get three. So, um, it'll be on rumble, even though there won't be any video. And so when it's ready to go, I will let you know, and we'll, it'll reach who it, it, it's supposed to reach. And I'm really grateful to have been able to, uh, be of service here. Also the, the best way, if, if you're new to this, to telegram if, if you're not on telegram get on telegram obviously if you're listening right now you're on telegram um and i'll put links to both of our channels and chats on there and um 
this has just been amazing. I can't wait to go back and listen and uh, and pull out all the good stuff. Just blessings to you, MK, for everything you've done. I know you didn't set out for to do this, but look what's happening in spite of of you, and look how healthy you've gotten. And I'm 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 just brimming right now, just overflowing with joy and excitement and and hope and so i really thank you well thank you and uh i'll see you in the chat okay ciao sure. see you freedom junkies <laughs>